हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू द मेनी पाकिस्तान्स हेलो एवरीबॉडी इज रमजान मुबारक टू एवरीवन दिस इज नीलोफर अफरीदी काजी वेलकम टू द मेनी पाकिस्तान्स रमजान मुबारक टू यू ऑल दिस इज अफान जावेद एंड जस्ट अ लिटिल बिट ऑफ रीकैप मेनी पाकिस्तान्स इज अ पॉडकास्ट व्हिच फोकसेस ऑन सेलिब्रेटिंग द मेनी पाकिस्तान्स वी हैव एंड टुडे वी आर फोकसिंग ऑन रमजान एंड द मेनी रमजान्स वी सेलिब्रेट हियर इन आवर कंट्री एंड द ब्यूटीफुल अफतार्स एंड द ब्यूटीफुल सैरी एंड द पर्पस ऑफ इस रमजान टू बिगिन विद एंड ऑल वट makes ramzan interesting let's start with the basics afan do you okay. know what ramzan means uh what does ramzan mean uh do you know what literally what it means no i don't in arabic it means scorching scorching yes ah and do you know which month of the calendar it is in the islamic calendar i think third ninth ninth <laughs> <laughs> at least i made a guess <laughs> we must always start from the basics we must okay. always start from the basics so ramzan means scorching in arabic and it's the ninth month in the islamic calendar islamic calendar and what are the most important elements that define this holy month patience <laughs> those are attributes that we are asked but the in the month of ramzan what is its most famous element roza no why is ramzan famous famous <laughs> is the wrong word why is ramzan revered as a holy month because it allows you to understand and feel the pain of the others the quran was revealed in the month of oh, ramzan oh yes ikra <laughs> bismillah exactly lailatul <laughs> qadr is in ramzan exactly and of course many people don't know exactly uh, when lailatul qadr was but they say it's in the last 10 days of the month of ramzan any one of those 10 days could be lailatul qadr isn't it the takrate like i hear like it's the alternate uh, nights this there are many theories there are many theories and so it is you know most people spend the last 10 days in you know a lot more prayer a lot more spiritual reflection because any one of those days could be and there are many theories and you know many scholars have suggested you know this and that and but it is one of one of those 10 days so traditionally like In my household the last 10 days is where I get to be a little more free <laughs> because like my father usually sits for itikaf and my mother says like ye shaitan azad ho gaye <laughs> so, so you know one of the things i noticed and you know i've lived in the arab world uh, many many years and you know a lot of my childhood was also spent in the arab world in pakistan i noticed uh, that ramzan हम कहते हैं रमज़ान करीम रमज़ान मुबारक एंड यू नो एवरीवन गेट्स सर्व ऑफ ऑल एक्साइटेड यू नो लीडिंग अप टू रमज़ान बट इट्स एक्चुअली अ वेरी डिप्रेसिंग टाइम यू नो इट्स एक्चुअली द टाइम व्हेन एवरीवन कंप्लीटली स्लोज डाउन नो वन वर्क्स एंड नो वन वांट्स टू सोशलाइज नॉट बिकॉज दे आर इन प्रेयर एंड मेडिटेशन पहैप्स इफ दैट वॉज द केस इट वुड बी यू नो वंडरफुल बट इट्स सम time out you know and it's not time out spiritually but mm. it's time out 
and in the arab world it is not the case if i if i give the example of egypt for example um uh this true uh, there's a very palpable sense of celebration and joy associated mm. with ramzan mm. there is uh, you know everyone is happy and you know iftar is one big party mm. and uh, after iftar you hop from home to home it's not like post time not at all you know and then uh, seri parties they, and there is excitement and there is joy associated you know so when they mean uh, ramzan kareem they really mean it i don't know what is up with like especially i feel like especially in our generation like people don't celebrate it they're already dreading it when it's there it's just there's no yeah yeah you're right like there's no sense of joy the way it is and whatever sense of joy it is is feigned on tv so yeah. it's kind of like artificially created but i remember growing up in that sense of joy like i remember uh like my first roza i i know i was sleeping downstairs and like i was waiting when they will wake up and the mm. light would be up and i want to be up and they yes. would be like no you're too young to keep roza but i remember like looking through like my uh, the side slit of the door and waiting when will they be up and they don't tell me yeah so yeah. It, it used to be that exciting and now it's just that oh my god and nobody's working and people are just like it's an excuse for them to be angry Slack. at you and it's just not that it's just the attitude like the whole um Purpose. battle yeah. between you and yourself is that for god you need to have a better attitude you have to have patience you have to learn how other people are and you're just say oh my god i'm fasting mere moon na lago like yeah. don't don't deal with me because i think I'm it's fast. also time you know like that we uh, revisit uh, you mentioned television and one of the things which uh, which really upsets me and i would genuinely say upsets me is that um i choose not to see television all 30 days during ramzan and the reason why i uh, i say that is in a time where god has requested that you dedicate one month to spiritual reflection and uh thank uh, the almighty and you know uh, you know the environment and the circumstances that you were born in um and be grateful and show your gratitude uh through charity through uh good works through patience through good deeds um which will then hopefully uh, shape the remaining 11 months you know towards what uh, ultimately is islam teaches us and stands for which is love mm-hmm. if there is one word that uh, god and its teachings um want us to act upon be um is love and you know i think in many ways uh, ramzan is um is is an invitation to practice that it's Me- also like teaches you how to love that's correct. and how to understand the pain of those you are supposed to love yes. right yes and when we look at the programming to go back to what one i was suggesting is that our programming in ramzan is ostentatious it is anything but charity handouts you know by some of the programs uh, uh game leaders. show approach game i don't know why, why is that also uh, almost all 
but not almost all. I mean, that would be unfair. Many of the hosts are well-known, immoral, unethical, uh, sectarian, and problematic, uh, not only role models, but have no business not only being on television, but certainly not leading any programming which has any kind of spiritual backing. And the clothing and, you know, um, the ostentatiousness. I don't see, you know, programming teaching children or Pakistanis uh, about, you know, what are the lessons of Ramzan? You know, what I, were the stories? I remember stories? such good children shows growing up. which like, what is the value of a Rosa? Like, why do you keep it? And What's also not lectures. I mean, I'm not interested in a beard, you know, like a, a, a boring, not too good looking bearded man telling me on television, you know, like... Oh, you know, the Quran in this ayat said this and the Sunnah and the Hadith, hadith says that is not how you teach or share, you know, uh, with your audience, you know, the stories that uh, teach us uh, lessons, you know, of life and love and, you know, cherishment, you know, like anyone can read a book or, you know, like in school or, you know, our Islamic art teacher is going to do that. So on television, you need to make it interesting. You may make it memorable, you know, make it fun. But this requires time, effort, research and, and proper program love and, and love. Program, yeah. And, you know, I mean, true, genuine love, um, First true genuine love for Rosa or Ramzan <laughs> yes. to begin with, right? Because yes. I feel like it's just, oh, it's Ramzan, so let's all change the programming to look a certain And the way. amount of money that is invested in Ramzan programming, I mean, all television channels will tell you, you know. No substance, you know, though. I'm sorry, absolutely but no substance. And, then, uh, and their uh, response is that they have the <coughs> largest... Uh, audiences at that time and you know this is what Pakistani women you know in the middle of the day want excuse me I mean please don't insult you know like the intelligence of um, an audience who who you have given no choice to so if you have a captive audience I'm sure if you could be running anything on television they, they they're not going to be really complaining because there is no alternative you know one of the other things which I heard recently, I was at a friend's house and I was horrified to listen to this, is he had taken his six-year-old child to one of these playlands, you know, these, in these malls. And, uh, you know, all these five-year-olds and six-year-olds, after playing for an hour, they were feeling thirsty or, you know, wanting their snack. And their mothers or fathers or maids started taking out the, from their baby bags uh, you know, the relevant whatever milk or juice or water and s several people in the mall started attacking them that how dare you. If we live in a society in which children are not able to drink or eat because it's Ramzan, I mean, I know God is not upset about that. But there's definitely something wrong in your mind. Something is going wrong because I remember, like, do you remember the concept of Chiri Rosa? Like the sparrow fast yes, or something? Yes. Like which used to break three times before Aftar. <laughs> so I mean, like, you could do that anywhere in your school, in a lunchbox, anything. And you still thought you were fasting, but you'd have Chiri Rosa and then you'd have like a better... Then, and then you get trained to and, actually keep a rosa. And also right? you feel as if you're part of the community and, you know, the celebration. How could a five-year-old not eat? I mean, like, rosa is not on. even... F 
and this whole itrami ramzan bill concept i don't know what they're trying with it i think such things false make false piety false and you know they defame islam and that is where i think like one should take offense that to defame islam and ramzan in such a horrid way by passing a law which is completely against the spirit of our and also religion. it it is not the business of the state it is not the business of the state to police morally what individual citizens do or don't do we are uh, no less muslim no less you know pious than you are unless we are breaking a law which involves hurting another human being killing another human being or imposing something on uh, you know without will to another person you have no business to be monitoring our uh, spiritual behavior and 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 that is that is the part of many pakistans as well right because you look at it like how uh, fast timings are different for different places how that's also uh, another stupid like, thing uh, afan i mean you know agar aap roza rakh rahe hain you're keeping rozas and people are up for seri and uh, the prayer i mean they they sleep at around 3:30 i mean shouldn't like in other uh, muslim countries you know where you know fasting is a regular part of ramzan uh, you know ramzan is you know uh, kept uh, regularly their working timings are 10:30 11 pm till 5 at least they remain productive during you know the day when they need to be productive and also keep their minds away from their empty stomach but in pakistan 8 am to 1 pm you have the, the whole day left and you still have people who by the time they wake up everything is closed today mm-hmm. i went to the bank uh-huh. and i'm told the banking hours are till 2 2:30 Mm-hmm. At 1:15, there was the bank was closed. So not only are they not following Ramzan official timings, which are completely impractical, they're lying. Mm. And that too well first. I mean, you know, so. So I mean, like, no, no wonder we are not celebrating Ramzan because <laughs> we have, we have kind of structured the whole life around Ramzan in a completely opposing direction. Yeah. And we are not. like how can we celebrate ramzan when we have not put the structure to celebrate yeah. ramzan right it's it's kind of an impediment to our normal life it's not the facilitation of our uh, practice or our belief or anything and i remember like in uh, a lot of people like especially in in when i was in new york and we used uh, got the chance to have iftars mm-hmm. with muslims from many different countries like somebody from morocco somebody from bangladesh and i used to really observe like the diversity with which we used to open our uh, iftar right and some of us go for the kajur some is for some it is salt, uh, salt. for some it is uh, uh, what is uh, abe zamzam or water and uh, for some it is coca cola <laughs> <laughs> that was true that was really very little to do with religion and i mean like they're very very diverse uh, ways of opening uh, roza But i would you know one. as you know uh, afan i am you know very much interested in food and i would recommend uh, you know our listeners uh, to have a healthy uh, iftar and have a healthy uh, seri and this would mean and i know it's uh, instinctively you go towards your pakoras and you know your savaiyas so you know let's do it this way tell us like three wonderful seri foods which would be healthy and great for our listeners to have okay so uh, 
those of you who are not lactose intolerant or you know you're happy with uh, milk then i would suggest you have a glass of milk if you can also have uh, almond milk which is available in the urban areas uh, you know those of you who are in the rural areas um, you know mazrat se lassi aap pi le you know um, i would definitely suggest that you drink uh, water uh, staggered which means not more than one and a half glass of water every hour till seri if you drink too many glasses of water quickly whether it's sharbat or uh, dood or lassi or coke it will uh, not only give you a very um, unhealthy sense of bloating um it will give you a sense of uh, uh, lethargy and also it does not allow your cells to absorb the liquid which so you will become very dehydrated very quickly hmm sugar i would suggest you keep away from <laughs> i know it's an instinct but sugar not only it uh, serves you no nutritional value but it creates dehydration but what's your favorite seri dish like is it paratha or i like? i i personally like um anda toast Hmm. or if you if your seri is actually slightly earlier not around 2 2:30 pm but if you are one of those who will eat at around 12:30 you know um, you know ke aap 3 ghante so jaye you know namaz se pehle you know different people have different ways of uh, dealing with uh, uh, fajr and seri hmm. you know some people go to sleep at around 10 and then they wake up at uh, uh, you know uh, fajr ke time and kha ke phir pad ke you know and then they go back to sleep some stay all the way up mm. and uh, i am basically addressing those people who do stay up mm. um i find it very difficult to you know constantly sleeping getting up sleeping and getting up you know i'd rather just you know like stay up till seri that's what i mean you must have staggered liquid with in ramzan more than food it is much more important that for you to remain hydrated hmm. food you can actually survive on very little hmm. so i and we are in the month you know in the summer months so i love fruit and so if you take watermelon put some paneer in it or some krut if you are from kp and balochistan add some basil add some mint put some nimbu uh, in it and some akhrot or almonds believe you me this will be such it's a full meal and it's very hydrating and it's very yummy what is a krukht krukht is Krut. uh, is the goat cheese which we dry and use in uh, in khyber pakhtunkhwa and uh, balochistan and it is the base of many of our uh, foods ash for one and dumplings nice. um, even our lassis you know we mix with yogurt and krukht and for iftari we shouldn't eat pakore fried <laughs> food is not you know recommended i mean obviously once in a while there's no harm but if you have samosas you know a uh, deep fried uh, food then uh, um, you know like noodles also heavily you know oiled you know salan roti paratha um, it's not a good idea you know one uh, if you are in a food coma you're really not going to be praying and you're not really going to be praying adequately with attention and so that's not really the purpose and in all traditions not only muslim whether it's the hindu or the buddhist 
or the ascetic, anywhere where there is meditation involved, every single recommendation is always to be slightly on a hungry stomach. Yeah. And if this is the month of prayer and reflection, you couldn't get a better opportunity to be more uh, in connection with God and the Almighty um, while you have a slightly empty stomach. You don't. You will not starve. Mm. You know, if you have milk, if you have anda, if you have fruit, uh, if you have a protein, you will not starve. In fact, it is what you can survive on all 12 months of the year. The way we eat is gluttony. That's true. You know, so... Uh, so, uh, so, you know, t- bringing this towards another topic of Ramzan, which is the Taravi and the beautiful recitations of Quran Jee. all over in different... I wish mosques. it was in a language where we could understand. Though. I think they're doing some of those people, like I, I know like there was this uh, group which was doing like four Taravi and then the translation of what happened that and then four where and is then that? Where is that it happening? was uh, I think it was in F10 so they tried to do it in our mosque but our Malvi did not allow Why? so because like because oh, and okay. then uh, they're doing it in their home now and some people go and sit. so it's in F10 3 like street 60 uh, I think 65 or something there's okay. this uh, group and now they I think they got more people, so they moved to E11 in some center. And they even, uh, I think they had a ladies' side as well. And the whole thing was that they would do fourth Taravi, and after fourth Taravi, they'd explain what happened in mm. these fourth Taravi. And then they'll do four and so on and so forth. So they go till late night, yes. and then the food is there. And, then, and that celebration that really bond, bonds I, you, you with know, the people in, you attend. In Ijma, whenever you prayer in group, the. Mm not only the feeling and also the power is very uh, strong and palpable you know when you jamaat mein aap namaz padhte i mean you can feel it you know like it's uh, the sense it connects of you. the, the it sense you. of strength of spiritual uh, power is stronger and is multiplied um, what i find in last ramzan i mean i used to go for a few of the tarabis and i was disappointed. I was not interested in uh, just following and listening to Taravis in Arabic. It is not my uh, mother tongue. And in the month of Ramzan where I'm reading the Quran and I'm, you know, reading about uh, Islamic history and just generally around, you know, uh, charity um, and, you know, reflecting on um, what it is to be a Muslim, I don't want to spend one hour, uh, you know, going up and down, up and down, uh, you know, and not understanding, uh, you know, the prayers and, you know, the translation. And I would rather listen to a lecture or a discussion on lessons of, uh, you know, uh, what should I be thinking? What should, what should I be reflecting on? Even if it is some uh, a part of the Quran and saying, you know, Surah Fatiha ka matlab kya hai, you know, and then us pe hum muftugu kar sakte hain. I think hai, like you know? different different people have their different thoughts and practices, and I see like a lot of people even when you go to the mosque, you uh, some people are praying Tarawi, some people are sitting at the back reading Quran on their own, some are doing something. So I guess that we should have space for that diversity. Yes an ability of people to be yes. able to practice with Bilkul. what resonates. Yes. Because the the key or the crux is the love or the connection with the yes. God, right? 
and um, I think we cannot uh, not talk about Ramzan without talking about charity and the in, suddenly how our country transforms and I think like one thing which I t- talk about is the responsibility of charity yes it's just not getting your money out of your pocket and being okay with it it's just not that um, I I used to read about it and I felt like zakat is just not giving money away it's giving money away with responsibility yes and that's very important so I let me ask you I mean I would recommend you know an organization in Islamabad I mean they have offices in Karachi and Lahore as well in Peshawar called Sahil you know and they work uh, against uh, child sexual abuse of children and of course protection of uh, women and uh, young boys as well who are also uh, affected by this uh, horrendous horrendous uh, mental illness and violence and it's very prevalent in Pakistan unfortunately and Sahil is one of those organizations which really works to try and prevent uh, such uh, horrors and it's an uncomfortable topic um, but it's a reality it's a dirty reality and you know as um, a citizen of Pakistan, as a responsible uh, member of society, I support Sahil. So for, for, for me, I would recommend anyone who in this holy month would like to extend you know, uh, their uh, charity, uh, please support Sahil. I mean, if there are uh, charities that you think of, I, I uh, mean, I, Afan, I love the Shogat Khan, Amidi, all the regular things, but I, like the one point which I've been trying to make with a lot of my friends and stuff is just don't give the money and feel that your job is done like give the money with a sense of responsibility because like for instance if you have a uh, if you have wealth and your sakad is coming out to be 50 60 thousand rupees it's very easy to cut that check and feel absolved by it and then feel like you're fine but at the same time if you use that money to identify that one person or that one family where you know that giving this money would responsibly maybe not all in one go like giving it in spaced out money like tranches or whatever whatever package you have to you have to put your mind for that family you know this goes back to something which uh, is not necessarily a topic of ramzan but it it uh, it uh, involves sacrifice and uh, i personally and this is a very personal opinion do not believe in ziba you know s- sacrifice of an animal and is pe bahut bahse hui hai main you know doston ke sath scholars ke sath and the reason why I don't support um, sacrifice of an animal um, is that I have to sacrifice, right? It's I'm the one who's supposed to be sacrificing and I have to feel the pinch. Now, if I pay whoever and that animal is actually taking the sacrifice on behalf of me, and I am relatively wealthy, it hasn't really affected me. I haven't, for me, my sacrifice is not having Mita. It deeply affects me. I, think I have a sense of appreciation of what it is now not to have Mita. It, uh, it affects me. I'm actually making a conscientious uh, action on behalf of, on behalf of God, on behalf of my religion, on behalf of a commitment that I have made and it actually directly affects me. 
but to ask for the life of an animal you know to be my conduit i think you know that is a very very touchy topic and would probably require very uh, good and long debate where all the counter arguments could be put but one thing which i agree with you is that sacrifice is personal mm. in the sense that even if it is of an animal the point is that you raise the animal you love the animal you feel the pain of that animal letting go and that's not happening we're just paying we are outsource the raising of that animal to the very poor people in our villages and we bring that and spend literally one night and then like that brings sacrifice me to another issue that you and and, and we need to focus on not other issues but get back on ramzan yeah. and um, I, I wanted to raise one i wanted to ask you actually afar yeah. you know in a country where we have when in a country where we have so much uh, poverty you know and uh, do you think it is uh, jais uh, recommended for so many you know who are fasting but they really should not be fasting in my opinion i mean they uh, the laborers you know those who uh, toiling and working and walking in in the heat uh, who anyway don't get more than uh, two meals a day if if that at all do you think they should be fasting what lesson should they be i mean uh, i i don't like i don't prescribe them uh, what they should or shouldn't be doing but i do prescribe the sense that whoever should be fasting should remember the spirit of the fast and why it is prescribed in the first place and i like and i admire i admire their resilience and their ability to go forward in spite of all the limited resources they have and i also question a lot of other people who do not fast and then celebrate 5000 rupees iftars for no good reason mm. so i mean like there's a lot of uh, discrepancy but like my point of doing this podcast is not to focus on on all that but try to bring out the positive in some ways because we have so many tv channels and so many other people talking about all these issues right but at the same time our thesis or our premise of doing this is because yes that exists we do not deny it but there's also so much we need to celebrate because that was also happening absolutely we must celebrate but also we must as thinking muslims as thinking citizens of pakistan um reflect upon why we do what and not blindly exactly and that's why we need to know why we celebrate ramzan what is the spirit of ramzan and where are we making errors and where we can change exactly and on, on that, that note, note on that thinking note, note we leave you and say goodbye Khudafiz. from the many pakistan bye bye